Hello, now welcome to the show. Just before we crack on, I just want to double check. Do you want to get confident on camera, be irresistible to those you're talking to and speak online with confidence and ease? Well, grab my new online course, Calm On Camera, the pre-recorded series now. Over the course of four sessions, we'll be really getting clear on why it is that you're showing up online and how to do it in a way that works for you. So head to amylayton.teachable.com and enter the promo code IRRESISTIBLEPRESENCE for 10% off now. Hello and welcome back to today's episode of Irresistible Presence. Now I am talking to Stacey Sargison, who is a Forbes featured visibility mentor, money mindset coach and TEDx speaker specializing in confidence. Now what I think is really cool is that her clients create over 50k months through showing up online via live streams and she herself has been viewed over 1 million times. Stacey has also been featured on Australian TV, SABC, the BBC, and writes for Thrive Global. My goodness me. So Stacey and all things confidence, I just knew that there was real synergy between what she does and what I do. And I was absolutely delighted when she said that she would come on the podcast. So As with the last few, this has been recorded live. So apologies if there are any audio issues, but hey, this is all about showing you the good with the messy. So today we are talking all about her mum's home cooked lasagna and why beef is so much better than chicken in a Sunday roast. (laughs) We are talking all about feeling fear and moving past it. And we're talking about calling out nerves and doing the thing anyway. I got so much from this conversation. And as you can tell, we had a lot of fun and it was also live streamed and we had so much interaction from people on that live stream. So you will hear us referring to that throughout the podcast. And I would love you guys to interact too. So if you love this episode, please do rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please do spread the word and share it with people who you also feel will benefit with it. Too. Enjoy, guys. Hey. Hello. Ah, she's here. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, gorgeous. How are you? Good. I'm all right. Brill. Morning, Emma. How's it going? Amazing. Amazing. So, who have we got? So, we've got Leanne, we've got Kelly, we've got Jane, who's having dinner in Melbourne. Good timing. Absolutely. Emma's here as well. Fantastic. Morning, morning, morning. Let us know if you guys are joining, if you're watching the replay, and actually, if you're listening to the podcast as well, because not only are we going live, but we are also recording for. An episode of Irresistible Presence, the podcast, which is my podcast, and I am so excited to have Stacey on today. So, as I say, we have Stacey Sargison joining us, and Stacey is a Forbes featured visibility mentor. She is a money mindset coach, and she is a TEDx speaker specialising in confidence. Now, what I what I think is genuinely really amazing is that Stacey's clients, they get over, they create over 50k months through showing up online via live streams. She herself has been viewed over 1 million times. So pretty good stuff there, Stacey. Well, if you're going to teach visibility, you would have 
hope you would hope that the person that's teaching visibility has got some info on being visible. So thank you. Sounds I said to you before this, I said to you before this, it sounds very strange listening back to myself and oh who does she think she is? So it's interesting that we're talking about confidence. Um but yeah, it's all true. There is no oh, can we swear? <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes, guys. If you've got kids around, stick your headphones in because we will probably swear on this one. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. So you can do a lot, make a lot, impact millions by swearing too. So you don't have to be a good girl. But yes, thank you for the love hearts, everyone. Okay, Amy, over to you. This is your yes. thing. Um, and actually, do you know what? Talking confidence, you can tell that I'm nervous as well because I currently, when I get nervous, I get a rash that comes on my chest and it goes all the way up my neck and into my face hey simon you might be able to see mine mine's happening too oh, yeah. cage, it's the same i used to get it all the time now i only get it every now and then but every time it happens i like to call it out because actually it's something that does happen even if we do this for a job right <laughs> so stacy i've got some questions that i ask everybody as they come and join us on the podcast are you ready we've got three quick fire questions serious stuff to start us off today okay and all right so bracing myself so first things first breakfast lunch or dinner oh absolutely fucking dinner and carby the better yeah yeah i love that all right straight in with dinner and carbs okay so what would be your favorite dinner choice gotta be my mum's lasagna Lasagna. lasagna yeah or yes. roast dinner I mean it's it's a toughie roast potatoes lasagna can you yeah. see where I'm going the carbs like, no. like, definitely one of those two depending <laughs> on PMT or you know a hot day maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fair really fancying wanting roast yeah no you yeah. don't really want a roast over the summer do you get many roasts at the moment in Australia not really not really but I do say that there's a lot of barbecues, which is great, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. I do have to have a token roast potato every now and again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And also, I can see that Holly agrees with your mum's lasagna. Hi, Holly. Um, I also agree with with my mum's lasagna. I mean, I can't account for your mum's lasagna. I'm sure it's lovely. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> Fair play. Fair play She's to Stacey's mum. Well. But her lasagna is... <laughs> All right. So, great okay, question. so... Home- Home choices would be your mum's lasagna or your roast dinner. Yes. Okay, so one final question for you. If you were to go to your favourite restaurant or your favourite cafe, what would your choice be there? Okay, so you can probably tell I'm not a vegan, so sorry to all the vegans out there. Oh, my goodness. Have to be King Prawns at a restaurant just on the harbour here with a couple of bottles of wine or bubbles um, overlooking the ocean yeah Pro- king prawns and lobsters and a seafood platter none Amazing. of your options, though you can keep that but uh prawns and lobsters yeah Mm-mm-mm. i love it i love it yeah no, no octopus no cuttlefish <laughs> lobster i can do darling <laughs> lobster <laughs> Lobster any day, please. Yeah. Doesn't even need to be dinner. It can be no, breakfast or lunch. Just, well. <laughs> just why not? Because we can. Um, I love that. Simon's put, sounds like a lasagna group is needed. Yes. Careful what you I wish for, so. Simon. Careful what you wish for. I'm so hungry, it's possible. 
you watch it we're going to be putting together all sorts where there's going to be a lasagna group we're going to be putting recipes we're going to be taking photos you can make money out of it i promise you you can make money out of it (laughs) there's something in this guys there is something in this um right hi Lorraine Lorraine's here um fantastic hi Ruth hello good to see you wonderful all right so now that we've found out that you love a good dinner yeah I love food you love a good roast you love food generally oh for your roast side note what would you what would your meat be because that is an important question as well uh probably beef beef nice yeah nice very good choice. I, I, good choice. I, I, would, I would say lamb, but then I feel guilty. So that's kind of where I'm like, beef. Beef. Fair. Horseradish sauce? <sighs> yes. Can we even be friends <laughs> if we don't have horseradish sauce? <laughs> <laughs> Yorkshire puddings? Absolutely. See? Beef. beef. She's all over it. She's all over it. Camp beef. I agree. <laughs> keep, you dry, keep dry chicken. No, thanks. <laughs> beef, Yorkshire puddings and horseradish sauce all oh. the way. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Amy. Great start. Best start to a podcast I've ever done. Thanks. Oh, well, thank you. Hear, hear my stomach rumble now. I know. It's going to make me want a roast dinner. And it, yeah, it's, it's very early. It's far too early for a roast dinner over here. <laughs> far too early. Um, okay. So you love a good roast. You love your yep. mum's lasagna. You yep. love prawns. You love lobster. Okay. Yes priorities all right yeah. you know I know that we've got all this podcast content um but that is the priority that I love to ask everybody is, is you won't is be what sorry like. I, mean, I think you I think you can really judge a person by their food choices <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and it's really interesting sometimes doing this quick fire round it's really interesting what people come out with under pressure yeah. sometimes they'll you know they'll go uh that mixed grill <laughs> and then you know <laughs> and you see people's faces and they're suddenly oh. like where did that come from it gives me a lot of fun. It gives me a lot of fun. Exactly. Well done, Amy. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> um, Carly says, oh, sorry. Leanne says, horseradish for sure. Carly says, can't be friends with no horseradish. Exactly. Hi, Kat. Good to see you. Um, um, great. Hi, Rebecca as well. Good to see you. So today we are here. Hey, Jazzy. Um, so today we are here to talk all things confidence all right so the whole premise of the podcast is exploring confidence and talking to people and finding out what their journey with confidence is and what it means to them and I know that it's something that is a big part of what you do as well so I thought there was definitely some sort of synergy here and as we say we're walking our talk right here right now going how does this work how is the tech gonna work how do we put this all together um So we are walking our talk feeling maybe a little bit unsure about how we're doing this and how it's all coming together, but it's fine. We're here. We're showing up. It's all good. So with that in mind, then, what does confidence mean to you? Confidence means to me that even though you're scared, even though you're fearful, even though you're worried about I don't know what Jane down the road might say, or even your loved ones, you do that thing or show up anyway. That to me is true confidence. I mean, it's not a case of just parking your, like, parking your fear to the side. We can all have fear and we always will. That, that's just new level, new devil, I call it. So there's always going to be an element of fear. It's just how quickly you move past that. Um, but truth be told, utter confidence to me is you can feel nervous and scared and be blotchy and, you know, 
have a moment thinking I feel ugly so you put your face on but you still show up and do the thing anyway for yourself or for, or publicly it doesn't it doesn't matter so that to me is what confidence is is really being true to yourself and acting accordingly and acting accordingly absolutely um has it always been that way for you uh no like I think I would be lying if I said like I was I'm tall so I'm six foot one I'm quite curvy um, I tried to kind of cower into a room, but being six foot one, I wasn't made to, I was made to stand out mm-hmm. and try, you know, trying being six foot one and, and trying to like not be seen is impossible, absolutely impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I, I really started, my confidence was, I mean, probably when I studied abroad, but truth of the matter, starting your own business is the biggest confidence boost anyone like it will teach you personal development that no one can even really, unless you're doing it, you don't really understand. And that's not me being a bitch to people that don't have businesses, but that the tenacity and the rigor and the, the, the just fucking do it. The JFDI attitude is imperative. And you really, you really know what you're made of mm. and what you want to be as well. Mm. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question? It does. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thinking about, Thinking about your journey, because you have just mentioned that it's it's not always something that's that's been easy for you. You know, you you said that you were made to stand out, um, being tall, being curvy. You know, it's it's very yeah. difficult to to be able to kind of hide away into the corner. So, yeah. growing up, what what did confidence mean to you then, and in terms of physically not being able to hide? Confidence back in the day meant be liked. Mm. not like herself, but to be liked externally so it was to be the person that was like oh my god she's so confident all the boys fancy her oh my god she's so confident all the girls want to be around her like that to me was what confidence seemed like and it wasn't until you know going for the jobs starting the business that you realize wow it's not about what people are telling you how good you are the confidence comes from within and that sounds so cliche but it's so true mm-hmm. so back at school I hid behind sports so I would do the, the sports, basically, that none of the popular girls wanted to do, so basketball, um, what else did I do? I did, like, swimming, you know, just all the netball I tried to do, but I wasn't girly enough, and I just kept traveling. So I was just like, I just won't do that. So for me, confidence was trying to be liked and trying to be the popular girl and then soon realizing that was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Although later on in life, you find out, especially from the boys, did you know that I really liked you, Stacey? Would have helped if you told me at school. <laughs> not when I'm 20 and you you peaked at school love and light you know know I mean like I'm being honest like for me for me school was not a time I was confident I was liked by all the teachers and things like that which didn't help me but I think they saw potential Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even if I didn't that oh that that having a conversation with somebody that you knew 10 years prior and them going do you know what I really did like you at school why did we never hook up Uh Oh, that because you didn't have a pair of balls, mate. Because you didn't have a pair of balls. Because <laughs> you much? didn't tell Too me. Much. Too much? <laughs> no, you didn't tell me at the time. Yeah, and I think I think this is something that it seems that a lot of people have have experienced is that feeling of at school not not feeling popular not feeling mm. good enough having all these external expectations 
forced upon us and you know trying to be the pretty one and trying to be the clever one and trying to be the one that stands out and you know you know that like that really cliquey group of girls at school who mean girls the mean girls exactly and they always got the boys and they were the funny ones and the pretty ones and the academic ones and you know this and that and the other and yet actually a lot of people that I speak to say well no I was the one that was trying to work it out in the corner trying to trying to be liked and trying to do that and trying to be the one that that stood out I I mean I have worked with people who were popular at school and they were like Stacey I don't I didn't resonate with that part of your story because I was I was the popular girl or I never really had a problem in school but what happens is we all know school is this kind of when you leave I mean that's it the power is within the school. Once you all leave, you all have to go and get a job, go to uni, try and make new friends. Like that's that protective bubble. Mm-hmm. Unless you're the, the friends with the same people all your life, which I know many people are, um, then I don't know, you know, that's obviously their choice. But for me, I just realized that was the freedom for me and the confidence mm-hmm. where I was going to university, what I was doing afterwards. I didn't want to be around anybody that I really went to school with. I mean, a handful of people, if that, but. I don't really speak to them anymore. So for me, it wasn't really, I mean, speak to one, but that it wasn't really a desire for me. And so that really was a chance for me to say, I get to be confident now. I get to create whoever it is that I want to be. And I remember, um, I, we've, I hope you've got enough time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, try I'll try and keep to the point. Um, but for me, it was a case of who do I want to be when I, when I start uni or when I start this job? Um, and and I let go of all the things that people told me that I wasn't back at school, like too tall, too fat, too ugly, look like a man, all of that stuff. And I just went, you know what, all of that gets, and this is before I did any personal development, obviously. I just put it all to the back and thought, you know what, that I'm going to start afresh. I'm going to make new friends. I'm going to, you know, just who do I want to be and recreated myself. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if anybody else can resonate with that. it's, It's certainly something that I resonate with. Um, absolutely. I can see Simon's put growing up for me meant not pretending to be anyone but me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being able to step into that and working out, working out actually who we all are as well. Yeah. I mean, trust me, I thought I knew. And yeah. then it got, I got to 30 and then my own, my own life changed. Like mm-hmm. I decided who actually am I? I got married. Who actually am I? I'm not just someone's wife. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm a woman that has dreams and desires for herself, not just for me and my partner. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like trying to navigate through that. Then you're trying to navigate, do I have children? Do I not? What, you know, all, just all of those things we are, I think that we pretend or we forget that we get to constantly, if we wish or choose to reinvent ourselves anytime we decide. Mm-hmm. You know, I reinvent myself daily. I remind myself, what type of confidence do I want to bring into my world, who I am? You know, who? what types of people do I want to surround myself with? It's a, it's a daily reflection, I'll, I'll be honest. Like who you surround yourself with will impact your life and your bank account, as well as your happiness. As well as your happiness. Yes, yes, yes. That thing that we forget, actually, quite we a bit, don't we? Yeah, we yeah. don't forget it. Um, talk us through then that initial choice that you made and that initial decision to to reinvent the wheel so when you went to university and you suddenly went okay cool I have that opportunity so I guess the beginning of your journey to where you are now and go and being able to turn up and say so every day I have the choice around confidence 
So yeah. talk us through the beginning of that journey and, and taking that stand for yourself. Um, I mean, I can say right now it wasn't going it wasn't going to university. It was applying for a scholarship to go to the United States. Um, and I was one of three to be accepted. Like how I did that, God only knows I manifested that because by my grades, etc., that shouldn't have happened. But for me, I had such desire to to really throw myself in the deep end. I am a woman who goes all in. Mm-hmm. I'm an all or nothing woman. Like if I'm sitting on the fence, I don't really want to do it. Like that isn't, oh, I'm thinking about it. It's just like, no, it's a no from me. I think I'm pretending thinking about it, but it's not. So for me, applying to go abroad, applying for the jobs, I'd done it throughout, applying for the jobs, which I thought I'd never get. I challenged myself. Mm-hmm. It was fun for me. It was like, oh, I wonder if I could get it rather than I'm not good enough. Why the hell am I bothering going for that job? So when I went to the university, got the scholarships, you know, left uni and I was working at the biggest Hollywood film studios on the planet, Mm -hmm. those jobs, again, I was underqualified, but I just went for it. Mm -hmm. And that got me so far. The TED Talk, just going for it, not thinking I'm not good enough, like that we do that enough when we look in the mirror sometimes. Mm. Like, don't do that in every single thing you do all day. Mm. Mm. Try, have fun with it, you know, and, and it sounds really easy, I guess, but you've got to make it a game. Like, life can be so serious, and Like, we all know this, everyone watching. Hi, everyone, everyone watching and listening. There comes a point when you decide you're an adult, you're no longer a child. So no matter what happened in the past, no matter how crap, maybe your parents were or you were bullied or your ex-boyfriend was an asshole you just get to decide who do I want to be today mm-hmm. and how do I want to approach the things that, that are happening in my life or that I am seeing or that I am creating mm-hmm. and do it that way mm-hmm. you know I, everyone everyone is just trying to do this thing called life like everyone's fucking going for it and going oh I don't really know what I'm doing <laughs> everyone yeah 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 absolutely and I guess you know linking on from that point of nobody really knows what they're doing nobody has lived in our generations through the time that we're all going through at the moment as well so actually what I say to clients is that it's a really brilliant opportunity to again reinvent that wheel how do you want to play this nobody's done this before there is no script there is no there is no rule book as we all know there's no rule book so what choices can we make? And as you say, what choices can we make on a day-to-day basis and on a daily basis that will allow us to to wake up and go, okay, this is this is the script that I'm going to write for me today? Definitely. And I, I feel that when, I think sometimes we think that it's this big, grandiose thing, right? Mm-hmm. This big, grandiose thing, which is like, I want to be confident or I want to go for that job and I want to, you know, maybe start starting that job for the first time confidence to me isn't this bravado like it can be sometimes but it starts small you know it really does start small and it starts small with I wonder if I just looked at that job let's see what the job description is or if I was to start that business hypothetically speaking what would it be Mm. what could I do so you ask the questions no one's asking you to change anything right away it gets to be in your own timing and there isn't to your point there is no rule book I mean your journey is your journey and I don't want to rob you from that because it's very special that you you go through your own timings that's why I don't convince people when I sell Mm. you know you have to want to work with me because you want to work with me not because you feel forced and that's what I love about when you talk about confidence with people is that little nudge that you have that little voice of 
yeah, but you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but once if you did move away, what happens if you did rent out your place mm-hmm. and just lived in an Airbnb somewhere new? Because mm-hmm. you want to get away from stuff. Because mm-hmm. you want to run away. Who gives a shit? So you want to run away. Go do that thing if you want to do that thing. You're an adult. Yeah. You see, so those things, no, you don't need permission. Mm-hmm. You don't. Mm-hmm. If you do today, go fucking do it. Like you don't mm-hmm. need that permission. And that gets to be freeing, not but oh, it's so overwhelming. Free choice isn't overwhelming. It doesn't have to be mm. if you see it as being fun. Mm. Mm. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. And this, I guess this comes back to actually that idea of, of being free from all those external expectations again, doesn't it? And everything that we we put on ourselves. Yeah, I mean, easier said than done, right, Amy? You know, if you've got parental pressures, my own father Mm. said how much I was a disappointment, Mm. how me leaving corporate was the most irresponsible thing I could have done. Mm. Um, Do I not realise who I was working for? But my happiness was more important than the disappointment of someone that I love. Like, obviously, I I didn't want to do that, but my happiness matters. And if I'm crying myself to sleep, borderline eating disorder, missing meals, focusing on on 400 calories a day just for what that doesn't make sense and in my brain I finally just thought you know what I can't keep living for everybody else I can't do it it's exhausting I'm tired um you know and I think that not everyone has this it's a bit of a saying come to Jesus moment or whatever but I really just some other stuff happened, health scares, and I realized my priorities were upside down and I was nowhere to be seen in those in that list of things and that made me really upset. And I was just like, mm, not okay. Not okay. So that really was the catalyst of my confidence to really say, enough. I'm waiting for people to tell me I'm good enough. I'm waiting for people to tell me I'm pretty enough. I'm waiting for people to tell me how much to charge. I'm waiting for people to tell me that you've got that special thing, Stacey, go for it. Like, stop waiting. No one's going to, like, maybe your mum might tell you or someone that you love and your partner or your fiance but you've got to feed it because only you can show up for you, mm. especially if you're in an online business. Mm. So with that, with that, with that moment that you've just described being the catalyst, mm-hmm. what happened then? How did you step into your own and take that confidence even further? First of all, I, I found someone that I, I watched online, <clears throat> excuse me, and I felt inspired by her own journey, which is why I'm such an advocate for no matter how nervous you are, no matter if you're doing a, a speech. Um, you mentioned about um, going red at the beginning of this this podcast and this live stream. I did the same thing when I did my TED Talk. I, wo- I walked up on stage and I said, I don't know how I got up on here because I thought my kneecaps were going to fall out of my legs. Like, that's not an opening to a TED Talk, right? But I genuinely was like, I'm going bright red right now. So please forgive me. Please just bear with. I've never done this before and I'm speaking from my heart. So just appreciate that I, I don't know any of you and I'm sharing my whole story with you and that instantly instantly makes people resonate and so the whole point of that to say I I hired someone who I genuinely thought oh my god I love her story I feel that she's going to understand me and I hired her because I wanted help and I knew that I couldn't do this by myself it was such a grand idea to leave corporate to work for myself in a in a business I had no idea what I was going to do but that really really was I, I hired help. I actually said, I need somebody to support me with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I created this. Amazing. Tell us tell us more about your business then. Tell us more about what you do. I know I did the kind of the formal intro right at the beginning, but yeah. tell us more about it. 
So it's so funny because in business we think, oh, we have to be this one thing all the time. Um, we can't change. Like fucking hell. Oh my god, my business is changing with me. But oh, I, everyone knows me as this. So this week, I'm a visibility mentor. I'm a visibility mentor. I talk about money a lot. I talk about the money mindset around getting getting yourself out of debt. But really, it's all about you being true to yourself. So that isn't really anything that's changed through the entire business. It's always life on your terms, live life on your terms, be true to yourself, be an epic human being and treat others kindly with love, compassion and understanding. But you do not have to accept bullshit. You get to create your life. And this whole live life on your dreams or whatever it is, do whatever you want to do because it's possible. And if there's two people that you're watching now or listening to, you know, you follow Amy, there's many of my lovelies here, like my partner's children are hopping on. Um, you know, just do the thing. Like life is precious. And when you realize you've got the fear of your confidence and maybe not doing it. Um, so I help people on a daily basis. I ta- go on a tangent a lot. All of that is because I go live a lot and share. I'm simply a woman going for her own dreams. And if I can do it, anyone can. And I show up live vulnerably. I cry. I do snot bubbles. I tell it, I, I'm a coach who tells it how, how it is from her perspective, not just all this like, oh, I'm wearing Louis Vuitton and it was so easy. Like, no, it was like, this is what it took for me. And so if you're feeling like it's a struggle or it's not going to happen, hold the faith. Hold the faith that you're watching this or listening to this for a reason. Keep going. JFDI, just fucking do it. And together we can all, we really can all rise. Just keep following those people, whether it's me or Amy or, or whoever, and be like, there's other people doing it. I can do it too. Um, and that's how I created my business. And I show up sharing pretty much that. In PJs, or in PJs all done up for you, Amy. You know, it's just, it's just it can be anyway. Yeah. Snotty hoodie or glamorous top. And that is matter. something that I, I actually, I love about how you show up. And that was a really big learning curve for me as well was, oh, so actually I don't have to turn up all the time looking beautifully put together and you know full face of makeup done and you know my shirt being ironed I mean who irons anyway but you know whatever um and (laughs) I mean there was this to be fair um but you know that just how you are able to share your journey and be so honest about it and you know go hi guys this is this is what I've achieved this week but this is this is the reality of, of achieving that. Let me share that with you. Would you like to know why I do that? First of all, if I don't feel good enough, I show up and it reminds me that I am just as I am. So it's my own inner demons that I'm hushing up by, by pressing, going live and sharing whatever it is I'm sharing. Um, I remember that if I want to see it in real time, so does somebody else at least, And thirdly, no one can ever take away the videos that I do to show you, like, I've done the stuff I've said I've done because everyone's come with me on that journey. And that is social proof beyond anything, which is with heart and soul. People watching right now, as you know, Amy, you know, watching the live uh, broadcast of this have been following me for years. They've seen me get engaged, move house, get married, get divorced borderline, you know, brink of bankruptcy, bringing it round, pandemic, making tens of thousands of pounds a month. Do you see what I mean? It's the rise and fall of, of, of businesses um, and how to get your mindset out of it, even though all of that's going on. So 
that's why I do it for people to really see that it's not just the fun stuff, but it's also the human stuff. Mm, mm. It's really important to me. And it comes back to the idea that people buy from people as well. Yep. And it's those personal like relationships. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and more than ever now, Amy, because of the pandemic, more than ever, people are being really mindful of where they're investing their their money in whatever capacity. Mm, totally, totally. And people have people have got to know who we are and want to know who we are as well before they get in touch. Because yeah, the- I mean, I don't want anyone. I don't any. I don't want anyone to not know what they're purchasing and and the story. I think it's really important in my like in my in my community and people who buy from me. They feel that they know me, and that's important because they're more likely to receive the information, open up their hearts and be like, do you know what? Stacey's not going to bullshit us. You know, how can someone, like, it's just energetically, you just don't feel it Mm. because it's not there Mm. because I'm so vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got a question from the floor. Oh, love it. Are you ready? You're good. good. (laughs) Um, So the question from the floor, and guys, feel free to ask any questions from the floor. Um, A question from the floor is from Simon. Um, Hi, Simon. Um, Who says, how do you think values relate to confidence? Oh, I mean, you've got values and confidence are intertwined. Because if you're disconnecting from your values, you're lacking confidence. Because truth of the matter is, you know you're not doing what you want to do or your heart's saying or the values of your life. You're you're deviating from that. You know, and so your confidence is, oh, I might be found out. Oh, but I'm not in integrity. Integrity is powerful. No, You know, nobody can say, oh, I took Stacey to court. Yeah, I told people publicly I was taken to court. Like, it's got no power over me. Like, I'm not, I'm not scared of what you might find out behind the scenes because I've shared it all. You know, and some people like might think that's oversharing, but I think that's the breath of fresh air that people feel. I live with it, like my values are my values and I do not deviate. So if I, the way I do business and conduct business is because that's how I want to do it. And that's what's the way in which I do it is important to me. If I try and go, oh yeah, but that doesn't matter. Or let's just look that way for that bit. Disconnect, sales go down. You don't show up. You let your little inner chitter chatter go instead of, selling you know so I don't know if that's asked if that's answered his question absolutely but they're intertwined intertwined totally totally and feeling in alignment with those is actually again something that on a daily basis is a check-in for me Um, and I'm sure it's a check-in for you as well and you know is is this something that aligns with my values is this something that you know this opportunity is it something that I want to take and does it does it align with those or is it something I'm doing out of someone else's expectations or am I doing it because I want the money instead yeah. of actually I'm behind the thing that I'm doing? Or is yeah. it just because I just need the money right now? So you, you're you're already going to be disconnected then. Mm-hmm. So do it from do it from a place of would I buy? Have I spent that? Would I would be interested? And if you're speaking, you might not be a business owner. If you're doing events or you know speeches or presentations, remember that the people that are listening are humans, mm-hmm. right? They're people as well. So if you're nervous, say you're nervous. You know, you might think, well, my boss might think I'm not professional enough or people watching me live now because I'm nervous and I'm, I'm a bit red or I talk with my hands and I swear I, I, don't, I don't do what most people do online. That's that's your magic. And that's what's going to make you memorable instead of fading into the background, being like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And people I want to be remembered. Maybe that's ego. Maybe that's legacy. Whatever, whatever. It's important for me to treat people and for people to feel when they've watched me 
been in my company that they genuinely think, oh, my God, she's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Because she speaks and she's, there's no bullshit to her. What's she, what she hiding? Do you know what I mean? And I think I want to be a breath of fresh air for people mm-hmm. and for myself. I'm nodding along because I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, so with that in mind then, what is yeah. what is one thing that you would, looking back on everything that we've discussed in your journey, and I, you know, I'm, I know that there is so much more to it and we could talk for hours. Um, what is one thing that you would tell your younger self? It's even better than you can imagine keep going even better than you can imagine oh that makes me emotional that's that's good my, like, oh amazing amazing well thank you thank oh, you thank you um it has been such a delight to talk to you and such a delight to be able to go live and have loads of people join us live um and also guys if you're listening to the podcast as well it's been wonderful to have you here listening and i'm sure you've taken away so much from this recording from this podcast because i know that i have so um stacy thank you so much guys if you've joined us live mwah, Thank you so much, guys, if you're listening. Thank you so much. And um, I will catch you later. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. So as you can tell, we had so much fun recording that. So much fun. And you can see the live streamed version of that recording over on my Instagram, over on my IGTV. Now, if you want to find out more about Stacey, you can head to her website, stacysargison.com. You can find her on Instagram at Stacey Sargison, but she mainly hangs out over on Facebook. She has a free group called Stacey's Group where you can watch more of her live streams. You can find out more about what it is that she does and about the programs that she is running. So do head over to Facebook and head to Stacey's Group now. Thank you so much for joining, guys. Please do remember to rate, review and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. And please do spread the word to help other people find this podcast. It really does help. As always, I'm over on Instagram. Please do drop me a DM. I would love to hear what you think. And I will catch you for another five minute thought next week. See you then. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. As ever, if you did enjoy it, please do remember to rate, review and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to spread the word. And you can find the show notes for this episode over at amylayton.com. All right. Have a great one. Catch you next week.